Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. I hope you're all well. My name is Ozzy, and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. During the show, I will be reviewing all the games from Match Week 33. And there's no better place to start other than at the Etihad, where Man City face the current leaders, Arsenal. But before we begin, please hit the like and subscribe button. We're trying to get 100 subs before the end of the season. So, as Tesco would say, every little helps and your support is very much appreciated. Now, back to the game. The game concluded 4-1 to Man City and what a scoreline it is. Interesting tactics deployed by Pep Guardiola. I think most of us expected City to play with inverted fullbacks. Not in this fixture. Off the ball, the team shape was pretty much like a 4-4-2 formation and... On the ball, it was 4-2-4. Very attack-minded lineup from Pep there. And for me, another proof that he is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the best tacticians of the game, if it's even a debate, as I do see the odd comment that disregards his ability as a coach. Not on this channel, that's for sure. Kevin De Bruyne opens the scoreline for Man City with a great charging run and a Lovely shot in the bottom corner. Nice layoff from Haaland in the build-up as well. Second goal, lovely cross by Kevin De Bruyne to Stone. Into the box and what a header it was. Great goal by City. Second half, it was more of the same. Haaland with another assist to Kevin De Bruyne. And he calmly slots the ball under the keeper. Great play by Erling Haaland. And people say all he does is is score goals. Which... By the way, is the hardest thing to do in football. That's his seventh assist this season. That's more than Jack Grealish, Martinelli, Rashford, Son, and Harry Kane, just to name a few. So put some respect on his name. He does play a good game and not just score goals. Arsenal do get a consolation goal through Rob Holding. At the moment, not a fan favourite in recent weeks and has been made a scapegoat from Arsenal fans in regards to dropping points in recent games. For me, I think that's a bit harsh. The level of play from all the Arsenal players, in my opinion, has dropped. So it's not just based on one player's poor form right now. And then towards the latter stage of the game, the big moment arrives for Mr. Longhair Don't Care, Erling Haaland, as he breaks the record uh, that was held by Mo Salah um, with 33 goals now. Um, and what a finish it was. He's such a predator in the box. And congrats to him. I think it's an amazing achievement, especially in his opening season. Now, the scary thing about Haaland, I think he'll still reach another level. So this is just the beginning. And I'm sure he'll be breaking more records in the future. First of many. But overall, a fantastic performance and a great win for Man City. Now, they are two points behind Arsenal, but they still have two games in hand. So, advantage is with Man City right now. But Arsenal fans, you have to stay positive as you're still technically top of the league. But honestly speaking, I think the title is heading to the blue side of Manchester. Arsenal's team to have bottled it, in my opinion, as many predicted in the crunching part of the season, which is around April, May. And it's unfortunate as Arsenal have been top of the league for majority of the season, but it looks like it's slipping away 
from their hands right now. On to the next game. So we've got West Ham versus Liverpool. One of Liverpool's better performances, I would say, um, in the Premier League this season against a West Ham team that have really picked up form um, at the right time as they are trying to secure Premier League status. They, in fact, took the lead um, through Paqueta as he smashes the ball into the back of the net with his weaker foot. Lovely one-two with Antonio in the build-up play. Liverpool respond with a lovely through ball from Trent Alexander-Arnold to Gakpo and he smashes the ball in the bottom corner. Two things for me to say. One, that's Trent's fifth assist in four game, games. Uh, he's really flourishing in this new role and I'm so happy to see him play with such confidence and he looks like he's enjoying his football again before before these, uh, this inverted role that he's playing. I think he only notched up two or three assists. So shows what impact he's having in the last few weeks. And the second point is Gakpo. Let's talk about him. He's looking like some player in the first nine role, in my opinion. Now, I've always thought it would be difficult to find Firmino's successor, but I think we've got one here. He has everything in his locker to excel in this new role. And for me, he's certainly looking the part right now. Back to the game. The second goal came from a leaping header in the form of Joe Matip from a corner, which was a fantastic goal from him. Now, that puts Liverpool in seventh position with 53 points. Tottenham and Villa are currently with 54 points, but Liverpool still have a game in hand. So, another interesting um, result in the week was Manchester United drawing to Tottenham, uh, which I will speak about shortly as well. Is there a possibility of a late charge from Liverpool to get fourth? For me, it's a big, big ask to expect Manchester United or Newcastle to drop points so late in the season. But what I do want is Liverpool to show some fight and who knows where we'll end in the season. As long as we finish the season strongly, for me, that is the main main thing. We'll take one game at a time. Even if we get fifth, I think it wouldn't be a bad season considering how awful and inconsistent we've been this year. Now, speaking of being awful and inconsistent, what is going on at Chelsea? They lost 2-0 to Brentford. Lampard is still looking for his first win as interim manager. Can you believe it? They have now slipped to 11th position. Now, I was looking at Chelsea's fixtures. And in the comments, let me know what you guys think. They face Arsenal away, Bournemouth away, Nottingham Forest at home, Man City away, Manchester United away, and Newcastle at home. On paper, you would expect Chelsea to get at least something from the Bournemouth and the Nottingham Forest game. However, both teams have picked up form recently and they're both fighting for their lives to stay in the Premier League. So it won't be an easy feat to try and get any points from either game. The big question is, can Chelsea be dragged into a relegation battle? I know that sounds like a stupid thing to say, but you actually can't rule it out. I don't think they will, for the record, but only because the teams below them have not been great and they will, as expected, drop points in the upcoming fixtures. But overall, it's not looking good at Chelsea. What a disastrous season it's been, considering the money they've spent. Yeah, poor, poor season from Chelsea. On to the next game. Tottenham versus Manchester United. 
what happened Manchester United? It was looking like routine stuff in the first half as you were 2-0 up against Spurs, who, let's be honest, have been dreadful in recent weeks. Great goal by Sancho on the left-hand side to open a score score line, and then Rashford smashes one with his left foot to make it 2-0. But Tottenham, they weren't having any of that. They responded in the second half. Pedro Puro with a lovely hit using the outside of his foot on a half volley, surprisingly. What a goal it was. The equaliser, great play by Harry Kane on the right-hand side. He squares it to Son and he calmly slots in the back of the net. I actually think Spurs could have got the three points, but poor finishing, especially from Eric Dyer, who had a point-blank header and, quite honestly, should have scored. As a Liverpool fan, I'm happy to see the United drop points as always. But at the same time, a little bit annoyed that Spurs have seemed to pick up a little bit of form and may have some confidence going into our encounter later on this week on Sunday. But let's see how it goes. I'm still hoping Liverpool can do a job and the Spurs that played against Newcastle last week turns up against us, but we'll see how it goes. In other games, a lot of, lot of things have happened. Nottingham Forest beat Brighton 3-1 now. That has moved Forest out of the relegation zone after this win. Goals from Lodi, Danilo and Gibbs-White. Thoughts to Nico Williams, who unfortunately broke his jaw in this game. And he looked in a bad shape. So hopefully he makes a speedy recovery. But it's looking good for Nottingham Forest in terms of their premiership survival. Leeds United drew against Leicester City 1-1. Not the result either team would have wanted. Bamford misses a sitter in the final moments of the game. That could be a decisive moment to their season. Aston Villa beat Fulham 1-0. Another win for Villa. Still unbeaten since February. Winner came from a surprising player, and that was Tyrone Mings. That puts Villa in fifth position, and what a job Unai Emre is doing at the club. Next game, Wolves versus Crystal Palace. Wolves get the crucial win and probably puts them into safety now, in my opinion. On goal from Anderson, and Neves gets to the second half. A goal with a penalty, so good win for Wolves there. Everton versus Newcastle now. Newcastle on, on a roll right now. Goals from Wilson, who scored twice. Joe Linton and Jacob Murphy. The fourth goal brought a run by Isaac. He's looking like one hell of a player. No surprise to me personally. I've always rated him. But it's good to see that everyone else is seeing his true potential now. Everton, it's not looking good for them. You know, they are in a relegation battle. Um, looks like they might be getting relegated, unfortunately, the way it's looking right now. Trying to wipe that smile off my face, keep it professional. But, you know, Liverpool fans will be enjoying this moment regardless. In terms of Southampton versus Bournemouth, it's not looking good for Southampton, unfortunately. They lost to their local rivals. Um, The goal coming from Tavernier for Bournemouth. And unfortunately, it does look like they will be heading to the relegation to the championship, unfortunately. Obviously, it's not completely concluded, but unless they miraculously notch up consistent wins, they can get out of it, but it's not looking likely. But that wraps up the match review of Match Week 33. So before we conclude the show, I'd like to announce the FPL Manager of the Week, and that goes to 
Nee Mansi Ajinteti, and his team is called Original All Corners GH, assuming you're from Ghana, and you attained 96 points. So well done, Nee. Um, some interesting selections of players there. Uh, having Mings in your team was definitely a master shock. I don't think many of us would have done that. So well done to you. In terms of my performance, I only got 67 points. Still in 20th position. So climbing up the table slowly. You know, let's see, <laughs> let's see how how I end in the end of the season. But that concludes our show for today. So thank you for everyone tuning in. If you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. No patch, no match preview this week or match reaction as it's my birthday coming up. So I'll be taking some time off with the family. I will be back hopefully next Friday to review match week 34. So until next time, guys, take care, stay safe. And I hope you all have a great weekend. Goodbye.